The Florida Gators lost to the Missouri Tigers. Uh, basically, basically at the buzzer. And it sucked, but we're going to talk about that. And Saturdays are for feeling. We're going to talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Saturday, I guess. Maybe not happy, but I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. Um, that was a heart stopper. There's just like, there's no other way to put that one. Um, I was legitimately like, I, I was legitimately standing up in my living room. Uh, I, I get, I get the house to myself tonight. So I was, I was standing up in my living room and I was like hands on my knees, leaning over just, it was, it was ridiculous. Um, Florida loses 33, 31 chat. You guys know how that, uh, you guys know how it goes by now. I'll get to the chat in, in the second half of this, but this game was, it's weird because it sucked to lose the game. I'm pissed at how they lost the game. I'm not as hurt as as I think a lot of people are. I'm not as hurt as as I think I should be, maybe. I don't know. It's not, it's not a moral victory. Like I want to point that one out. I'm not like you fought. That's all that matters. Cause it's not, I will say, and I've said this before where Florida Gators fans may have written off the, this program, this team, Billy Napier, the media may have written off this program, this team and Billy Napier, but if this game proved anything, if, if this game proved a single solitary thing, it's that the players have not given up on this program or this team or Billy Napier. And again, I know that's not what anybody wants to hear. You lost the football game. Like, like that's let's let's acknowledge that you lost the football game. No one's happy about that. Even if you almost won it, nobody's happy about that. Okay. But I do want, I think it's important to acknowledge that, yes, for all, all the fan talk, all the media talk, all the talk where everybody is just like, it's over. You know, the, the team is done for. These players are working their asses off for Billy Napier, for, for Albert, for that Gator logo. For that Gator logo that's right here. Can't, it's just out of reach. But right here, right behind me, that's what it is. Um, but when it comes down to it, a lot of things led to this loss. Hell, I'm not going to pin it on Graham Mertz because honestly, what Max Brown did was baller. Like, I'm not even, I'm not going to say losing Graham Mertz is why Florida lost this game. It, it might be because you look at that drive where he got hurt 
And that was the drive where Max Brown then fumbled the handoff to Montreal Johnson. And, and then Missouri scored a touchdown immediately after. So maybe you could say that. However, you can also say that this team doesn't fight back in this team. This team doesn't fight back without Max Brown because Max Brown's legs opened up this offense. Max Brown just having enough faith to go F it. Khalil Jackson is down there somewhere is huge for for this game. It was. Graham Mertz, I don't think, would have done that. Not saying that Max Brown is better. I want to make that clear. I'm not saying that at all. I am saying that you can't go, oh, because Florida lost Graham Mertz is why they lost this game. Because that's not real. Like you, you can't say that. But this team, I mean, a lot of things led to this loss. You look at, I want to go back to the drive where Florida kicked the field goal to score 33 and take the two-point lead there. Because to me, that's more what lost you the game, that third down play. And I'm not pitting this on Trevor Etienne. However, you have to have the, the awareness there to go. Okay, and, and also, if the coaching staff did not tell the offense, hey, whoever gets the ball, go down inbounds, that's on them. Trevor Etienne, you have to go down inbounds there. Missouri's got one timeout. You go down inbounds there, and and they they burn their timeout that they won't have on the offensive possession at the end there, and and they call a different game entirely. I see someone say, who's calling plays now? Certainly not Billy Napier. Here's an important part that, that we talked about it in the Lockdown Gators Discord, which the link's in the description below. You can also join the subtext where we talk about it. Uh, the link's in the description below. That one is free for two weeks and then five bucks per month, and it's really the only way you're going to get me one-on-one. But when we talk about who's calling plays, Billy Napier calls a ton of these plays. They just executed way better tonight. The reverse to Ricky? Yeah, the first time we saw that was against Eastern Washington last year, and it's been a relatively consistent part of the game plan. Uh, the the big catch to Graham Mer- to, uh from Graham Mertz to Hayden Hansen. That's been something that, especially in recent weeks, they've broken out more. So this isn't like, a, like this offense didn't go nuts or anything. It opened up when Max Brown came in because you had the dual threat quarterback, but things didn't change too much. They just played better. That's really all it came down to uh, in terms of the offensive play calling and execution. But you look at that drive where Trevor Etienne went out of bounds. Can't do that. I don't care if you take a knee at that yard line, right at the sideline. I don't care about that. You can't go down. You can't go out of bounds. That one's just unacceptable. Um, And I'm sure that in film, they're going to maybe not rip into ETN for it because he was so integral to getting in those positions anyway. But I'm sure they're going to be like, hey, man, that that can't happen. Then you look at the defense. Uh, And first three plays on that last drive, were great, or, or not, sorry, the second through fourth play it was, because I think the first play they, they converted, whatever it was, um, that part wasn't great. And then you look at that back-breaking fourth and 17, and you don't cover the best guy on the team. You don't cover the 1,000-yard receiver. Like, that's that's the thing that blows my mind. You went, uh, who's the best guy? Don't get him. Don't that that drove me crazy. I will also say I would have lost my mind 
if on that last drive, it was Jalen Timber breaking up a pass, Jason Marshall playing great coverage, and then an incompletion on fourth down to win the game. I would have lost my you-know-what. Um, but it comes down to and, – and look, I get Austin Armstrong. I, I think that last – I think that fourth and 17. I think that play call was okay. I don't I don't necessarily mind the play call. Um, I don't know whose fault that was. I, I know that it was one of two players, or I, I can assume it was one of two players in either Manny Nunnery or Jaden Hill. I, I would think it's one of those two guys. They were the two in the vicinity. Manny kind of shifted to the more middle of the field, and Jaden Hill was kind of in no, mare, no man's land. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was his responsibility to be there. But yeah, so I don't know whose fault it necessarily was. I will say personally, fourth and 17, probably. Uh, if someone said two DBs standing around watching the ball, it was 34, so it was a linebacker. Um, but I, I, I would probably say fourth and 17, I'd probably bring a little bit of pressure. Like, I'm fine that I'm fine there if you go, hey, man, like we're going to play cover one over top. We're going to, we're going to, come off the field, like we're going to back way off like 15 yards. We're going to play cover one and we're just going to send the rest of the players. And you're not going to have time to get these guys fourth and 17 to get 17 yards downfield. You're going to have to make a throw and a big time throw and a tight window throw. And we're going to make you do that. We get it. You're a good quarterback, but we're going to make you do that. Um, They didn't do that. I I understand it because if they blitzed and they converted, you still like everybody still would have been mad. Um, Not to, not to knock not to give anybody, um, pass there. It, it's just, it's also hard for me to go, Hey, Austin Armstrong played a crappy game when Missouri got into f- the red zone multiple times and came away with field goals. And I get it. Harrison Mavis hit the game to chomp at the end. I don't care. Um, but I mean, look, you look at a couple of, a couple of big plays there. And and it changes everything. After the fumble, the 77-yard play, which was, again, it was Jordan Castell's fault. Um, Jordan Castell, I don't mind if you run in, if you're in coverage and you run in at the QB. I don't mind that. I mind hesitating and then jogging. I don't think you should go, oh, uh. Like, if you're running in, you run in. If you're not, then you drop back. Like, it, it's as simple as that. But, I mean, Cody Schrader was destroying this Defense in the first half, big yardage numbers. Finished with 148. Simple as that. Um, you look at, I mean, Luther Burden, two or three catches, 51 yards there. Like it, it was again, it was a rough game. It sucked. It hurt. Uh, we'll get into the we'll we'll get into the chat now because I see you guys talking a lot. I'm not gonna acknowledge some of the stuff that's just like fire everybody. Wing! Like that's not what I'm gonna. That's not what I care about talking about. Like we're gonna talk. We'll talk football. We'll we'll feel. We'll feel because that's what that's what Saturdays is for. Saturdays are for feeling. Um, but we're not gonna cry about it too much. But before we get to the chat, before we get you guys involved with passion, drive, and patience, that's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Speed, power, style, like Trevor Etienne, Montreal Johnson, Ricky Pearsall. You know, with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your parts and guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. And also, next week... Last home game of the season for the Florida Gators, hosting the Florida State Seminoles, which you, you have a better shot at now. Like your offense has opened up a little bit with Max Brown and 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 Jordan Travis very unfortunately got injured. Like I understand that, you know, it gives the Gators a better chance of winning. I don't care. I was I was a fan of Jordan Travis. I've been open about that for years. But that's a week away from today. And game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section, and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's code Locked On College for $20 with Game Time. So download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And and now let's let's get back into feeling. Um, because yeah, this is. It's, it, it hurts at some points. I'm going to go all the way to the top of this uh, or as high as it'll let me go and go uh, tough loss teams close. Look, that's one thing where we, we talk about uh, like this team being young and, and all the stuff we're like, Oh, like they're not good enough. Maybe, but again, like th- this team shows important factors. I get it. You can't just go, well, they show grit and that's enough for me, but they show grit. They show promise. Like they, they've never given up. Even when, even my own discord server, when people are like, I'm shutting off the TV, this team is like, all right, bro. Like F it, we ball. And then they continue to fight back. So I will give them absolute credit for that. Now get some better players that fight hard as hell. And Hey, I'm just saying we're, we're back in business. Um, pace that they let him get the fourth and 17. No Urban Meyer. Why no field goal before halftime? So, no field goal before halftime because you were supposed to go for a field goal. They were trying to get into field goal range. And then Graham Mertz with the intentional grounding took them out of range. Third and 18, expect a run at that point. Like, Billy's not going to try to throw a deep ball there, maybe lead to a big return, a momentum change, or anything. Billy ain't doing that. So once they got the intentional grounding, we kind of knew, okay, they're getting it. Cause at that point you were at like 50 and, and you're just, your odds are you're not converting that great run, um, but way out of range. Still, you were looking at mid sixties at that point, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I think, I, I think, yeah, at that point, I, I hate it, but I understand it. That's my, or not even that I understand it. I hate it, but I accept that that's going to be the thought process at that point. Uh, maybe play both QBs next week. Ryan, I got some bad news. I don't think Graham Mertz is going to be playing next week. Um, arm in a sling. I think we're looking at Max Brown versus uh, Rodemaker with, with Florida State. Gonna be a rough one. Heartbreaker for sure. Team has fight. Hell yeah. No moral. Exactly. That's, that's the approach to have, Danny. No moral wins. But like we could still be proud of the way that this team fought. I get it. I'm not happy that they lost. I'm not like, well, yeah, you went to the wire with number nine. No, but I'm, I'm happy as hell that this team shows fight consistently. And I get it. Like people for the next few days, you're going to be like, fire everyone, decommit. I get it. However, 
you you deal with the loss how you deal with it i'll deal with the loss how i deal with it now i deal with it is yeah loss sucked but i'm still going to acknowledge the positives out of it because i think that's what you should do whether you win or lose you should acknowledge the positives and the negatives um is it any happier in here i don't know what that means uh all the stupid penalties too yeah you look at that first that first half of those first like three or four drives after the scripted first drive and those penalties that kept killing you you don't screw up there you win this game like defense isn't great but going into halftime you're down 13 7 against a high octane offense like your, your defense did their job even if they gave up yards they gave up field goals not touchdowns, which is which is big there. Um, Billy Napier's one lousy as coach. If you think that, sure, that's fine. Uh, I think jury's still out for me personally. I'm not going to commit to anything. I did not get down in bounds. Yep. Need to chill. The payers are playing hard. Side of the times. Players giving effort. Such a rarity. I mean, in, in Gainesville, hell yeah, it is. Uh, we operate much better with the dual threat. Really, true. Like, like, look at just the the surrounding talent. Like, the run game got way better just from having a dual threat out there. Um, again, I'd still start Graham Mertz over Max Brown, and I will say, Locked On Gators has always been pro Max Brown, but I was never Max Brown should start. But I will say, Locked On Gators, we've always been pro Max Brown here since the day he committed to Florida. Um, so there's that. We we will say that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just, you know, we lost because that fourth down. We lost because the timeout. We lost because of this. I get it. Like, all of the frustration for Austin Armstrong, I get it. Um, like, it's, it, uh, yes. Uh, Kyle, I see you asking, was Rob Sale calling plays? No, that's just the commentators say that almost every week. Almost every week they talk about Rob Sale calling plays. Um, it, it's that. But, uh, yeah, I, I will say that because I see people, uh, there's a lot of people asking about Austin Armstrong. I understand being out on him. Um, like I, I understand being out on Austin Armstrong. Again, I'm not, just because I'm, I'm not the type to, to do that that early. He does need to make it like I'm closer to being out on Austin Armstrong than I am to being out on Billy Napier. Did we get that? So I, I think that, uh, yeah, that, that, that's Austin Armstrong needs to improve. I think he coached one of his better games in, in you know, a month and a half, probably tonight. I think that the game plan early on was pretty solid. Like it was basically just blitz the hell out of people. I, so I know someone who who has helped build things. Um, the team the team hasn't digressed. First off, you mean regressed? And no, they haven't. They've genuinely gotten better in recent weeks. It's just you're still losing games. Um, but for the Austin Armstrong thing, I spoke to someone who who is very in tune with Austin Armstrong scheme specifically, and I said, "Hey, what do you call it if it's a creeper?" So creeper means that you you blitz a non-traditional pass rusher and you drop at the same number of non, of traditional pass rushers in coverage. So if you blitz one off-ball player, you drop one basically defensive lineman into coverage. I said, what do you call it when you blitz both the boundary cornerback and your nickel and, and you have your jack and your D-end drop into coverage? And the response I got was corner 
and nickel? And I said, yes, that's exactly what they did. And he said, I call that crazy. Like that, that was the approach. Like, like Austin Armstrong, I get it. The end of the game sucked. For a good portion of this game, the game plan was sound. You look at Cody Schrader's uh, 47-yard touchdown run, I think it was, was Taraja Mitchell go like not filling his run fit correctly. He went to like the A gap. He was supposed to have the B gap. Jalen Kimber was wrapping around on a blitz, I believe. I think it was supposed to be a delayed blitz um, or just making sure that it wasn't a play action. And Cody Schrader went right through the B gap and, and it was a touchdown there. But hey, I, I get it. Um, it sucks, right? It, it sucks. Florida Gators, maybe bowl eligible. You got to face Florida State, but you get them at home. Your offense looks like it's got a little juice back to it if your defense can make some plays against Rodemaker. Maybe, uh, as always, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. That's how it is in Gator Nation. But thank you so much. It, it will never get lost to me that it's 11.45 p.m. Um, Eastern Time, and there's 150 people in here. Never going to get lost on me that that this is a job, and it's ridiculous that it is a job. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts we'll be back monday don't forget today saturday is for feeling okay saturday's for feeling yeah matt hit the like button subscribe uh comment all that fun stuff but thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you all monday